Welcome to Become an Idol. I'm Dr. Robin Sargent, owner of Idol Courses. This is the place where newbies come to learn and veterans share their knowledge. I have here with me today, Christy Oliva, and she is an Idol Courses Academy member who has recently landed her very first Idol job. And so I brought Christy on to share her story and to give you tips and just um, let you know how hard she has worked uh, to make this transition. So Christy, will you please uh, give us a little background and introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, again, my name is Christy and I come from an education background. I taught for 15 years in um, anywhere from the lowest I taught was first grade all the way to eighth grade and pretty much every sub or every um, thing in between. And I kind of got sick of the way that education is being run and the way that I was being treated as an educator, if I'm being honest. Um, and so I was looking for what could I do that I was still qualified for. I think a lot of teachers um, struggle with that. Like I'm not qualified for anything else is how I felt. And ran across Idol Courses Academy in a Facebook group and the rest is history. <laughs> So, but you had to have known something about instructional design. You went and got your master's degree. So where did you first hear about instructional design? Okay. So that was actually when I was like applying for jobs or job searching when I knew I was sick of being a teacher. And so I was looking at, I mean, when I was job searching, you know, I was just typing in instruction, instructional or um, curriculum and seeing what popped up and instructional technologist popped up at a university here in Nashville and I applied to it and I got all the way to the final round with them. I don't know how. <laughs> and um, um, at, Through that process, because I didn't even know what an instructional technologist was when I applied, but as you know, obviously after I applied, I looked it up and found out what it was and that's how I got introduced to instructional design. So that's when I started adding myself to Facebook groups that were that topic. I changed the, um, the major of my master's because I was going to get a, um, a master's in curriculum and instruction. And it's, I'm glad that I discovered instructional design when I had first started because I immediately changed it to instructional design and technology. Um, and, and then that's how I heard about Idle Courses was through one of those Facebook groups that I added myself to. Did it all kind of happen at the same time? What do you think was like your timeline before you changed your master's and found the academy? It all happened really at once. Like, um, like I remember you set up a Zoom call with me and I don't know if you remember this, but I had told you, I was like, I'm starting my master's. And you were like, no, it's okay. You're a lifetime member and you can take your time. Cause I was so nervous about that. Um, because I was starting my master's at the same time. So I started my master's, got that job interview, discovered instructional design and discovered your group, like all probably within the span of two months. Um, it was really quick and I'm, so, it, it worked out that way on purpose. I know it. Oh, I think so too. So probably what, like November, 2019 ish. 
Um, well, I joined well, in January. Yeah, but I talked to you. Yeah, maybe it was like November-ish. I can't remember. But yeah, it was somewhere around there because I started my master's in the fall. Um, so it was all right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I do remember uh, you talking to me because I remember you talking about how you have a master's and you're a teacher and you have uh, two kids that you got to take care of. And you're like, can I take this on too? I'm like, oh, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job selling me, that's for sure. But I'm so thankful for it. And the thing is that I'm not normally really easily like sold on things. I, I'm surprised, honestly, knowing myself that I even accepted that zoom appointment like that I even made the zoom appointment with you and that's how I know that like that God had his hand on all of it and that I was supposed to do all of this because I know I I normally would not have taken that zoom call I would have just been like oh let me think about it and yet here we are yes yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a hard sell like really those calls no are no no <laughs> but you were just very reassuring about the truth. It's true that the academy is very flexible and that I could take my time. You know, I was behind my cohort because of the master's degree. But as soon as I was done, like, I remember telling my mom, I was like, okay, I'm done with that. It's like, okay, now switch over to this. And now this is my new full-time job on top of my, you know, regular full-time job. But like before I was staying up every night and working every weekend on my master's. Then I started staying up every night and working weekends on idle. And, but it was still really valuable to be in that third cohort because I built a lot of relationships, first of all, and learned a lot through what other people were posting and where they were in the process. So um, it was still really, I mean, you were just right about everything you said. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just make that a quote for the podcast. You're just right. <laughs> true. Because, so I mean, you just, you were very reassuring that it was going to be flexible, that I was going to be a lifetime member, and that I could take my time and I would get support no matter where I was. And so that was, I was like, okay, I, I have confidence that I can join this and still, um, and still do it. And I'm glad I did. And then when you were, when you started, you even started um, applying some of the academy to kind of mesh with your master's degree program because you then reached out to your brother and started working with him on his business to create some context. Yeah, that's which. true. That is true. So I reached out to him in December. So yeah, it was not, so I guess I still was. I mean, I, I wasn't like not working in idle at all. It's just that my main focus was finishing my master's. And if I was done with all my assignments for that week, I would dabble in idle. Because one of the things that stood out to me that you said was every day spend, I don't even remember how much time you said, but every day spend some time on it so that you're building that muscle. So even though I was working on my master's um, homework every night, I would still make a point to do something for my website or something for idle, like watching a video or something. And that, I think that helped too, because it just gradually ramped me up to get ready for when I was done with my master's. It wasn't like I was just starting from the beginning. I had already built up that muscle a bit. And so I just jumped in head first. I know those beautiful atomic habits, right? Like mm -hmm. You it's, think like, oh, it's just such a small little thing that you're going to do every day. How, how far can I get? But then just look at you. I mean, you look back, you're probably like, how did all that add it up, add up so fast? It's so true. And like, just how did I do all of that in a year? <laughs> 
Has it even been a year? It hasn't even been a year. No, it's no, it hasn't. It's only been six months, seven months. <laughs> so you graduated wild. in May or? Yeah. So it was, well, no, if it started in January, then, oh, graduated from my master's. Yeah. Yeah. May. Yeah. And so then, so we'll just say like, you really, I mean, you started out of Courses Academy in January, you graduated from your master's in May, and then from May to recently, you're four. Yeah, just May, June, July, because I landed my job in July. So it was just like, it happened quickly. And I really think that anyone who is in the academy and can truly say that they focused on it and gave it their, um, as, as much attention as they possibly could that they have similar experiences, you know, I think that, um, that that's what happens for you in the academy. Yeah. It really is one of those situations, like what you put in, you, you get out. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I was so active in the Facebook group and just reaching out to people, but I also, you know, you have to be, you have to be able to put yourself out there. And, um, that was scary at first, you know, it's very scary to post your first, asset for feedback for sure. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, this is my blood, sweat and tears. This is me. You know, it's very personal and to get feedback, but everyone was, everyone's always so nice and helpful. And then you just learn to, to just take the feedback and be like, Oh, whoops. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so you, um, you went through some interviews, you did a lot of applications. I saw you had a Trello board of all the places that you applied and um, what the results were from each of those places. Pretty impressive. Well, it helps me stay organized because it can get really, um, it can be really disheartening to be applying and not be hearing anything. And I think it makes it worse when you don't know, you know what I mean? Like how they say that, you know, any obstacle, you can overcome it better if you know the obstacle. You know, if people are in debt and they don't know how much debt, they feel overwhelmed. But once they know how much, they can be like, okay, now I can attack this. Well, I feel the same about, you know, with the interviews. So even though I had like a list of at least a hundred jobs I had applied for, at least I knew. I was like, okay, yeah, I have those. And then I could drag it over if I heard back from them or whatever. And it can still be disheartening because I was dragging, I wasn't dragging many over. Like you get a lot of no callbacks at all, like nothing, no email, no call. You just applied and it goes out into the unknown and you never know what, like, did anybody even look at this? But um, I would just check on it every day. Just, just having something to keep track really helped me. And that's actually when I started gaining traction. I'm not saying that's why, but it, um, I think it helped me focus and not get discouraged. So, um, so yeah, that was my Trello board. And so it was nice to be dragging them over to first interview, second round interview, third <laughs> round interview. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and how many do you, since you had that Trello board, you actually probably could say like, how many interviews did you have? Oh gosh. I mean, how many interviews do you have for different positions? Like, not com- like- different companies I interviewed yeah. with. Uh, I think I had at least six. Yeah. At least six. So, I mean, a hundred to six, look at that. It's just like, you see how it can be easily discouraging, but you know, I just did all I could. And, um, and then even, you know, I, there were two besides the one I landed that I made it all the way to the final round. And 
And so it, you have spent a lot of time with these people. You feel like you like them, they like you. And then what's really hard about the interview process is it's not like you're hearing back from that hiring manager that you spent a lot of time with. You're hearing back from a recruiter of just like, no, sorry, it didn't work out. And so it almost feels even more, you know what I mean? Even more upsetting because you're like, like you're just I, ghosted on a date or something. Yeah, you don't get closure from the person that you've been talking to. You get it from, it's almost like their best friend calls you and it's like, yeah, they don't really like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it can be a pretty cruel process. It is. I get why they do that though. Like, but I mean, it, so it made it really hard, you know, two big companies I was really excited about got you know, went through a five hour interview with one of them, a two and a half hour interview with another one and then didn't get it. And it's so easy, easy to be like, I guess this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I could see how somebody would think that after what I've been through, but, um, but I'm really thrilled with, with the job I did get. They are so, all they keep saying to me is we are so excited to have you. We love you so much. Like they just loved my personality and my, um, they kept saying my personality and my enthusiasm. They're like, we can't wait to be around you. And so I'm like, That's, that sounds nice to me. <laughs> I know. I say it all the time about Academy members that anybody who gets you guys just going to be lucky to have you. And I mean it not just like to encourage you, but I mean it because when students come to the academy, they are earnest, they are eager, they are passionate about it, and they are com like committed to investing in themselves. And who, what else could you ask for in a new team member? Like right. everyone wants to be around people that are enthusiastic about their job. And super willing to learn. You have to be really super willing to learn something new, you know? even though it's very closely connected to teaching, I had to learn a completely new skill set and a completely new interview skill set. It's, it's all around so different, um, yet my skills were transferable. So it's difficult to explain, but I mean, it's a lot of the same skills as far as like objectives and you know needs analysis and things like that. But the authoring tools are different. I'm not standing up in front of a class and teaching and I'm in, and even the interview process, as we talked about a little bit earlier, it's very different. You don't deal with recruiters in, in school districts. You show up for one interview. Sometimes it's only a phone interview and they basically are hiring you based off of, do you have your teaching certificate or not? Not, you know, not necessarily, are you a good fit or any of that? And at least that's my been, been my experience as a teacher. Oh yeah. I've heard that from other teachers too. That, it's a very different thing. So you have learned so many things um, on your journey. Do you want to share just some of those key takeaways? Um, about just about what, what I'm going to be taking onto the job or interviewing or. I don't know. I guess maybe, um, well, you know, people listening to this podcast are, you know, people who probably want to make the transition to instructional design. And so um, maybe just the things that you like were surprised that you needed to learn or that you found really valuable, but you wouldn't have thought like, Oh, I need to, you know, ramp up my skills on that or. Yeah. Well, one thing that's cool about instructional design is there's so many different ways to be an instructional designer, I guess. Like 
you can find a company that just needs somebody to write the storyboards, which is basically, if you translate that from teaching, it's you're just writing lesson plans. Um, and then you, or you can find a place where you're making the storyboard all the way from conception to, you know, designing the actual colors and, and animations and stuff that go into that. And, or you can, I mean, there are people that are looking at training positions so that they're more doing in-person stuff. There's so many levels to it that it is so transferable for a teacher because one of the reasons why I knew I was going to like this is because I no longer liked standing in front of a class and teaching. I wanted, what I liked the most about my job was planning the lessons. And that's kind of what this is. You're just planning what people are gonna learn and making it engaging and, um, and making sure that it's fitting the needs of the company. And that's what I enjoyed the most. Now, what is a lot different about it is just how you're doing that. So you're not using textbooks, you're not using um, pre-set up curriculum. Instead, you're using authoring tools like our, you know, like Storyline or um, or, Camp or um, Captivate or something like that. And yet you, so you get to be a lot more, in my opinion, I like the creativity behind it. Like I'm having so much fun with how visual um, instructional design can be not only for me, but for the learner. And um, so I don't think I was surprised by that though, because we all have been through training. So we all, that's how I describe it to people who are like, what is that? When I tell them what I'm moving into, I'm like, you've been through a training, right? And everybody's sat through a bad training. The one that they sit, set on play, and then they pull up another tab or they mute it and go somewhere else and come back after lunch. Um, and so I went into this saying, I want training to be meaningful for people. And the same as, as a teacher, I think what motivated me was I wanted my kids to be motivated to learn. They, I wanted them to want to learn. So um, the authoring tools are different, but I think when it comes down to it, you're, you're doing a lot of the same things if you're coming from teaching. Yeah. Okay, so now you have your job. Are you allowed to share where you're working? I don't know. Okay. All right. Have... Well, you want to share your title? <laughs> I'm sorry? You want to share your title? Yep. I'm instructional designer for a, a very large um, company, healthcare company. So, um, I mean, I don't know if I should share it and then I can tell you later if you can cut it out. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, and then, I'll share it um, publicly, like, if I can, after my first day. My first day is Monday, two days. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's coming up. And so um, what are you thinking about, about your first day? I mean, you got any butterflies or are you just excited? Or I'm just excited because, I, again, I do feel really confident um, because I didn't – you know, I didn't pull the wool over their eyes in the interviews or anything like that. They know that I'm not, um, that I didn't come from 15 years of instructional design. They know that I've worked really, they know my story and they know who I am. So they've made it very clear that I'm going to have a lot of support and that they're just excited to have me on the team because like what we said before, they know I'm going to be working really hard and then I'm going to be really enthusiastic about the job. So 
Um, I don't remember the question. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good answer. And um, do you know how many team members you have? And I guess you're all remote. No, I'm not all remote. Um, oh. We're going to be remote until January, but I didn't want a remote job. So I'm pretty thrilled about this. I've been remote for four years and um, didn't really like it. And so I'm eager to go into into a position where I'm going in the office every day. That fits my personality more. Like I love, you know, bugging people when they're working where they're like, okay, can you just let me do my work? <laughs> I like eating lunch with my coworkers. You know, I like the social aspect of work. So, um, but my team is one other instructional designer, a, um, what is she called? She was called an instructional consultant or something like that. And then the, um, the learning development, maybe that was what she called the learning consultant. And then the learning development manager or director is what the other one is called. So basically it's me and the other instructional designer are like on the same, um, level and we'll be working together really closely. And then those other two, um, kind of higher ups, but, um, I'm really excited. It's going to be super fun. So I get to meet most of my team on, cause I have an in-person onboarding on Monday, but then we will be remote after that until January. So, but they said they already have my office set up. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I had an office. <laughs> Can you close the door? <laughs> I don't know that I'm excited to go peek and see like, is it a cubicle? Is it an office? What is it like? But she was like, we already have your desk set up with your, with your, uh, monitors and everything you need for when we come back in January. You'll um, have your coffee mug ready to go. I'll have my coffee mug. <laughs> I can't wait to take a picture. I, I wish I could have it by Monday. I would take it to my orientation and be like, bam. Um, <laughs> They'd be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everyone, it, what you know, they're probably like, oh my gosh, I want to be exactly where you are right now. Um, just be excited about my new idle job. So what is like your final piece of advice and wisdom or just like, what do you want to share about um, your journey and, and how you can encourage others? I just think that you, you can't be afraid to work hard. You have to work hard. It's not going to be easy. This process is not easy. It's, um, it's a lot of learning and a lot of new stuff and a lot of feedback, things that you might not um, normally be as familiar with or comfortable with, but that's why I love the Idle Courses Academy because it's a very safe place for all that to happen. You're not, you know, giving it to people that you, um, that you won't feel safe with. So first of all, I just think you need to know that it's, it's not just wham, bam, you know, fast and easy. Like it seems, you know, that I got a job so quickly. I've done a lot of work to get here, but um, I guess the other, the other tip I would give is just be willing to make connections, um, and network. Networking is a big one. So not only am I networking in the Facebook group for idle, but I'm networking in other Facebook groups and in LinkedIn. And it helps you know that, that everybody feels insecure sometimes, like, that's what my next blog post is, is about feeling like an imposter. And I did a survey on that on LinkedIn and Facebook and most instructional designers feel like an imposter at least once a month. Um, 
And that's a crazy thing. So I, I guess for me, that was really encouraging. Some people were like, well, gosh, that doesn't help me because now yeah. I'm not going to feel any better. But for me, it's encouraging because I know that we're all learning and instructional design is so technologically based that you have to be willing to not know what you're doing because you're going to be learning something new almost all the time. But that's why I think it's so exciting because technology changes so much that we will never be stagnant. We will never be stuck in our ways um, of like, oh, this is how we've always done it. You'll, you'll always have something new to learn that, that, is, that is hot off the market. So um, just join, I, I would say join Idle Courses Academy for sure. Because um, I've even looked at some of the other products that are out there that are similar that, you know, say that they're going to help you. And I'm part of some of their Facebook groups because, or maybe they have an exclusive Facebook group too, but, um, but I'm part of their open Facebook groups and they just don't, it's not the same at all. It's not. (laughs) So this is the best. And if you want to land that job and feel confident and learn what you need to know, then this is the way to do it. Oh my gosh. And uh, we should just go ahead and talk about right before you leave, uh, just, Tell them what you're going to be working on coming up for a blog series. Oh, yeah. So our new blog series, me and Veronica, we both have the same start date um, in our new ID jobs, our new idle jobs. And so our new um, blog vlog series is going to be called Diary of a New Idol. And so we're just going to track our, our journey from day one to week one to months um, one through three, and just give some meaningful tips for people who either might be might not know what what to expect moving into a new idle role, or just helping them feel um, confident that they can do what we're doing. Because I mean, we're both we're both excited, but we're both kind of like, oh, we don't know we don't know what to expect. So I think it would be useful for people to know what's going to happen. You know, how does our team work together? So we'll be covering things like, you know, what's it like on our team? What authoring tools are we using? Um, What does the design process look like at each of our jobs? And so hopefully that will help people um, gain a little insight and feel more confident when they're applying for jobs so that they can answer those questions with some background knowledge. I love it. And I mean, just um, how cool is it going to be when you, you know, walk down this road a couple of years later and you just have a little capsule of like what it was like your little journey when you first started. I wish. Oh yeah. I would even <laughs> like be fun to watch some kind of journal. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And it's really cool that you guys are going to even have two different jobs, two different people sharing like um, your experiences. So you even have like things to compare and contrast. So I I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah, we filmed the first one already, um, you know, of like the anticipation of going into day one. And we are very different people with very different jobs that we're going into. And we even experienced Idol differently. So we talked about that in the first one. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, And so I think it gives people permission because I'm more of an extrovert and Vanessa was more um, subdued in her um, interaction in the Facebook group. And yet we still both had great success. So I think it'll give a lot of people 
the freedom and the permission to be themselves in the Facebook group. You don't have to be posting every day in order to gain a lot. You don't have to be, all you have to do is just be and, and be working hard. So yeah, we have idle ninjas in there. There'll be people that'll pop up and be like, I just land my <laughs> I wonder first what idle you meant job. by that. You posted that the other day and I was like, what does that mean? They like sneaking around like Santana. And then um, the other one is like, oh, oh, oh yeah, my entire portfolio is done and I just landed my job. But I have not posted a single thing in our Facebook group. I know. That's what I was thinking about them too. You're right. That is very ninja style. <laughs> well, this has been so wonderful, Christy. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, coming and talk to me. Well, Robin, I'm just so um, thankful. So thank you for talking to me that day and convincing me that, you know, my skills were transferable as a teacher and that, and for just helping me on every step of the way in between. Um, thank you for the Facebook group. Thank you for the work you're doing um, in the Idol Courses Academy. I, you know, I'm going to be joining the next Idol Courses Academy and the freelancer one next because now that I've landed my job, even though I haven't started, I'm like, hmm, what would freelancing be like? <laughs> so it's like I already want to grow and that's what I love too. I didn't mention this before, but um, I've told you this, that one thing that's great about Idol Courses Academy is even though I've graduated and gotten my certificate and landed a job, I'm nowhere near done in the academy because I am becoming a mentor and I, there's still lots that I have to learn. And hopefully one day my next goal is to become one of the coaches and be contributing in that way. So I think that there, you're just always going to be moving on to the next level of in the Idol Courses Academy. So thank you for that because that's, that makes it even more valuable. Oh my gosh. And it makes it fun too, right? Because I know you're oh, in yeah. games. I just love it. So I'm, I, I sound like a fangirl. I'm like, you paid me to say all this, but she didn't. I promise. I didn't know. You just like uh, submitted the form to get your Idle Courses Academy mug because you landed your job and then I'm like, hey, you want to come talk to me? I know. I didn't even know I got to be on the podcast. I feel like I'm famous. You are. You're going to be <laughs> podcast famous. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Christy. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at idlecourses.com. If you like this podcast and you want to become an instructional designer and online learning developer, join me in the Idle Courses Academy where you'll learn to build all the assets you need to land your first instructional design job, early access to this podcast, tutorials for how to use the e-learning authoring tools, templates for everything course building, and paid instructional design experience opportunities. Go to idlecourses.com forward slash academy and enroll or get on the wait list. Now get out there and build transcendent courses.